What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Thoughts by the Ville Diada Podcast. Glad that y'all tuning in again for another episode. Uh, to my loyal listeners, if you haven't yet, I don't know why you wouldn't have. You're tripping if you didn't. But go back and check out that last episode where I interviewed, or better yet, had a discussion with Sindel Taylor. Um, she, um, she, she rose from homelessness. She'd been through domestic violence, and she worked her way up, all the way up to uh, becoming Miss Pennsylvania, and is competing for um, competing for Miss uh, Germany. She's getting ready to compete for Miss Germany. So y'all make sure y'all go check that out. Show that episode some love. But today we're gonna do some growing up to feel dear. I'm to the point now where I'm gonna kind of jump around through my high school days. Because a lot of that is in the fall. Because your boy DeVille did some things, was into some things in high school to where my memory isn't what it used to be. <laughs> or never was. I don't know, man. But yeah, so I might jump around a little bit. Uh, but just to give y'all the the meat of the, the things that happened that really formulated who I am today. Um, you know, so it may not be... It's gonna be like the Marvel Universe. The rest of this, this. <laughs> from here on to a certain point, we're gonna get like Marvel. We're gonna jump around a little bit, you know. Act one may not coincide with Act one of the uh, the previous movie that I put out, but at the end of the day, when it all comes together, it's gonna to make sense, and um, you know you'll get it. You'll get it. You're not gonna miss out on anything, but. Either way, let's get into um, the story for the day. So, in high school, DeVille, this is before DeVille. This is still Nutso. At this point, they're calling me Nutso. And Nutso was known for a couple things in high school. And one of them happened to be my gold teeth. Yeah, your boy had gold teeth in high school. I believe I got them. It was either like the, I don't know. It was like 10th level grade. I got my gold teeth, and it was, it wasn't common, still isn't common in the South, Georgia, Florida, for people to have gold teeth, even uh, young people, high school age people, to have gold teeth, but at this time, there was a stigma around having gold teeth, just like tattoos, it was like, it was cool if you had one or two, but if you had like the whole sleeve and your, your face done and your neck up and all that type of stuff, it represented that you was part of a certain lifestyle, or at least that's how the streets took it. And it also wasn't cool to have the pull-out grills either. You had to have the permanent. You was you was frauding if you had the pull-outs. So this is like right at the turn where pull-outs are just getting to be acceptable. So and accessible. So more people are starting to get the pull-outs, especially people like me who was in school so um i go to trying to figure out where to get these because see what happened was 
my father, if we can call him that, sent me some money. A combination birthday slash um, Christmas present. Because that's how deadbeat dads roll. They send you everything in one lump sum because you're probably not going to hear from them no more. So he sent me some bread for my birthday slash Christmas. So I decided I'm going to spend this on the grill. No, there wasn't no fancy, uh, a high, high uh, street story to tell you about how I was out there hustling and grinding to get these gold teeth. Nope, I got this money from my dad and I'm excited. I'm going to get my gold teeth. So, so I started hollering at people at school, trying to find out where they was getting their grills done. And most of them was going to St. Pete, St. Petersburg, Florida. But at the same time, the reputation of this place wasn't too hot because a lot of these, their, their grills was coming out. They were thin, they were bending easy, they were discoloring, and they wasn't the highest of quality. So I looked at one of my old heads who worked at the Sitco in my neighborhood, and he had the grill. So I was asking him, where did he get his done? Or me and my mom was in the store, matter of fact. And I started asking him about him. He told me, go to Jacksonville and go to this mall in Jacksonville and there'll be a booth and everything. So we had to get directions. That's right, directions. This was the 90s. This wasn't no, wasn't no MapQuest, wasn't no <laughs> Siri, wasn't none of that. You got directions, you wrote them Jones down. So we wrote down the directions of how we're gonna go, how to get down there. One, I think it was like a Saturday. I think it was a Saturday. We ride down to Jacksonville. It was like two hours from where we live. We ride to Jacksonville with these hand scribbled notes. Find them all. So we go in, we walk around, and boom, just like he said, there's a booth right there. And we start talking to the dude and telling him, you know, what I want. I was like, I want six at the bottom with two open faces in the middle. I'm finna kill him in the game with these right here, Joe. So that's what I tell him I want. And he, we go through the pricing and what carriage you want and all that. So, boom, we sat. And then, did he take my mold? I think he took my mold. I'm not 100% sure, but I think he took my mold in the mall. And that's where they take this mouthpiece. I remember it was blue because, like I said, at one point I was doing, or did I mention that? At one point I was doing grills myself, but that's another story for another time. So, take this blue mouthpiece. And you got this putty, it's pink. Sometimes it's white, it doesn't matter what color it is, but you take this putty, mix it up with water, and you make this, 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 well, it's a powder. It's a powder, you mix it with water, and create this putty, and then you stick it in your mouth. You bite down, it makes a mold of your teeth. Then you take that, and then you drop this other um, product on top of it in there that shapes out your teeth, and it gets hard, and then you'll actually cast down, mold, melt down the gold, and mold that on top of the, the mold of your teeth. That's how you get the grill. So we go through, we get the mold made, and then Buddy's like, okay, it'll probably be ready in like two days. Two days? Ain't no two days, bitch. We don't got that kind of time, man. So I'm like, we like, look, we ain't gonna be able to do it then because we don't live here two days we're not gonna be able to come back in two days you know we probably gonna have to try to find somebody that can do the same day so my man's is like well look let hold on a second he jumps on the jack he gets the phone he makes a phone call calls over to the shop that actually does the grills 
because most people that tell you that they do grills, they don't do grills, they do the molds, and then they get it to an actual jeweler who actually do the melting of the gold and pouring the gold and all that type of stuff. So he gets on the phone, he hollers at somebody, he's like, look, he said he can do it today, but um, it'll take a, a, be like an extra 50 bucks. So I'm with it. I got this money to burn. So like, boom, yeah, let's do it. We get the mold done. Uh, he runs it over to the place. And I had to give like a deposit. And buddy's like, it'll be like, I think it was like four or five hours we had to wait for this thing to get done. And we down here in Jayville, Duval. We don't know nobody or nothing. We ain't got nothing to do. So we were just kind of hanging out, going through malls. I think we sat down, got something to eat, all that type of stuff. Wasting time, wasting time. So we finally go back to the uh, to the place we go and we find this place this guy had to give us directions again to get from the mall to the place that was actually doing the grill so we drive and we find this place we pull up hella sketchy you ever been to florida then you know my boy shower shots know got to know we pull up in this one of them storefront front buildings this is like a line of, of different uh places and one of them is just this shop. It's got like a grainy ass door. Like a, uh, I forget what you call it. It's not a screen door. You know, it's like a security type door. And then there's the glass door and you get in. So we go in and this place is just full of goons. I'm talking about goons. Weed smokers in the air. They like put that out. Moms is in here. Weed smokers in the air. They playing Madden. You know, you know you in the hood spot when they act, when they playing Madden. It's only certain places that you're going to go, public places. You're going to go and they're going to be actively playing Madden. You might get some Madden in a barbershop or you in, you in the hood if you if they're playing Madden. So we go and we tell them who we are, what we came for, yada, yada. And a buddy was like, I think it would be like another hour or something like that. Like, y'all can wait or whatever. So it was like, yeah, we'll just wait because we figured if we stay there, It'll kind of hurry the process because, you know, you leave out of sight, out of mind. These people are sitting here waiting. Let's get up out of here. Plus, I got my mom with me. So this is kind of making people, you can tell people are kind of uncomfortable because this is not just the uh, the grill spot. This is kind of like a hangout because it's people just in there cooling. Like I said, people smoking. And so mom's in there and the guy who's running the place made them put the blunts out and stuff. So... You know, they probably, I'm, I'm thinking, using my intuition, I'm like, okay, well, probably if we stay here, they'll try to get us up out of here because the sooner we get done, the sooner they're out of here, we can get back to doing what they're doing. There's probably some cracking cinnamon and everything about that bit. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, so we hung out and boom, dude came out the back with, the, with my grill, paid him the other half of his money. And he was like, open your mouth and snap that joint. And that joint, when he, it, it literally made that noise when he put it in and hurt like hell that first day wearing I wore it, wore it back, back home. And you know, immediately as soon as I got home, I had to jump out. I jumped in the whip and I hit the block. I got to let everybody see my gold shimmering. You know what I mean? My jewels shimmering on them. So yeah, that's the story how uh, 
quick story of how I got my gold teeth. Like I said, that was one of the things that I was known for because mine was nice. It was high carried. It was shiny. It didn't stain like that. And it actually looked like I had permanent gold teeth. You really couldn't tell the difference between somebody who would have had permanence in mind because it was done just that good. It was fire. People was always in my mouth. Pause. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Everybody wanted to check them Jones out. But um, the second thing that I was known for, cliffhanger. things I was known for in school was rapping and being funny as shit. I, I'm gonna say, I think I, I might say, I might get into it, but I think I'm gonna say the story about how I put together my first rap group. I think I might say that for next week. We may get into it. We'll just see how long this one runs. But either way, I was always either trying to make somebody chuckle or in a rap cypher at lunch or something. That was just what I did. I was really uh, an introvert. I was a really quiet kid, you know, for the most part. But at the same time, um, people knew me. So it was hard for me to kind of be to myself, you know, when people would know me, people would always approach me. So one of the things that I would do to... um, be less awkward I just crack jokes make people laugh because it was easy for me and I, I was high shit half of the time anyway so it was easy for me to make jokes in. and it broke up that awkwardness because I might, I might not have been the best conversationalist at the time but I could make you damn laugh you know if you ran up on me <laughs> I would make you laugh and now one of my better jokes one of the jokes that people loved what I would do was the um, the hood rat hunter it was my Steve Irvin Irwin you know from the crocodile hunter I'd do an impersonation of him but in doing it it was like I, I used it to go around and mess with girls I, this was like my way to basically get their attention to get in their face, I just do this Steve Irwin impersonation. I'm, I'm, <clears throat> I ain't did it in a while, but I'm gonna try to give y'all a little taste. <laughs> I'm gonna try to give y'all a little taste of it right here. So this is how I this is how it rolls. Something like this. It's like, good day, mates. Today we're gonna go on an expedition. We're going to try to locate a hood rat. In its natural environment, the hood rat is known to generally hang around the launch lines and to gather in groups outside where they will spectate upon the competing males to find suitable mates. Come along with me, shall we? So then we roll around home, me and my homies or whoever was in the little group with me, and we roll through and we try to find we wouldn't try to find. We'd see some chicks in there and we'd roll up on her up like, hold up. We got one over here. She's a beaut, isn't she? Look at her. With that long flowing mane and the voluptuous backside that she used to attract mates. But 
don't be too fooled. By this time, the chickens is going nuts because they know what I'm doing. They know where this is going. So they'll probably, oh, get out of my face, get out of my face. And then I hit them with them. If she's a feisty one, and be careful. Don't get too close. Don't get too close because if you see the talons that she has on her feet, she take your arm clean off. <laughs> and that was the whole joke. I will, I will purposely um, target chicks that had like the open toe shoes or sandals on and stuff like that so that I could make fun of their feet. Harmless joke. But it, it would get me, you know, it would get me in there. And then when I ran across a female, ran across one that I actually was might have been interested in or whatever, then I I might skip the I might skip the feet jokes or I still throw the jokes in there because what I learned, little game that I learned is, you know, you get you get just as far with a, a little edgy compliment. I'm mean, not compliment, a little edgy diss as you will with a compliment because um, when you point out people's insecurities, it makes them conscious of themselves. So if you make them conscious of it, you go in and I'm starting off, I'm going to tell you, look at this one. She's a beauty, right? So I've complimented her and then I'm like, but look at those toes. <laughs> look at the clock. Look at the talons on those toes. You take your arm clean off, mate. Bring it down a notch. And then, you know, we can continue the conversation later. I was well known for that. I was well known for doing that, man. That was one of my favorite things to do. Me and my partners, we stalked the lunchroom. And then it got to the point where even in the hallways, I couldn't even really walk through the hallway because just random people, it would mainly be guys. Random guys would just run up to me and be like, hey, do her, do her. I'm like, bro, come on. Like, no, man, you got to do her, you got to do her. And... It got to the point where when people people would see me coming and they'd be like, don't start that today. What do you mean? We're just out here in search of a local hood, right? With, you know, trying to get a little speculation going on, a speculation. We're trying to look at some hood rats out here. Whatever, you know. Fun days, man, fun days. But then, like I said, also, the next thing I was known for was... Um, the music because I really I really was in, was in the music and I really wanted to rap and I'll get into these ciphers and it would be me uh, I'm not gonna mention too many names just for I don't know what these people are doing with their lives or if they want to be mentioned but it would be me and there was this white kid we had this white kid he could rap his ass off I'm talking about serious with it and then there was the other dude who was from like Jersey or New York, and he, he he would come in with the fast Johnson, killing it. And then you know I'd come in, and my 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 stuff was just straight hood because all I was listening to at that time in high school was like pop, No Limit, Cash Money. That was when it was whoa 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 Kimo Sabi. <laughs> Y'all don't know nothing about that, man. Y'all need to relax. But yeah, so they used to have these talent shows. Uh, down in the city where it would be mostly high school kids but it would be adults in the show too and they have like singers dancing was real big then people guys would have (laughs) 
guys would have dance groups, you know, and, and, and they get up there and they just be like popping and it was wild. Y'all remember the 90s, man. And some of these dudes, the wild thing about this is that some of these dudes turned out to be like some of the hardest dudes, some of the most felonious individuals after we became adults. But in high school, they was up there just, don't get don't Y'all know how that 90s was, man. But yeah, so I, I ended up, I already had the nut house situation, like I said, and I was throwing parties, um, stuff like that. But I didn't have, I hadn't, didn't have any music though. So I got to the point one day where somebody made the suggestion that I should get in a talent show and that I should do it. Uh, but I didn't want to do it by myself. So I decided I'm going to put together a group. So who better to be in a group than the people that I've already seen in the ciphers at lunch? The white guy and the fast rapping guy. So I approached them, I talked to them. And I'm like, we're gonna do this group. Y'all wanna, you know, we should do this talent show, we do this group. Um, we're gonna call, I already call myself the Nut House. We can go by Nut House. And they was cool with it. So, no, 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 I'm not gonna tell y'all that right there. This is a cliffhanger. Y'all gonna have to hold on for that, man. I know my boy Driven Balance gonna be mad at this little bitch. But y'all gonna have to hold on for that, man. Thank y'all for tuning in to the video. I thought about the video, the podcast. Love each and every last one of y'all. Like I said, go back and listen to that discussion, that talk that I had with Sandell Taylor about her rise to Miss Germany. And um, as always, you can get at me at thoughtsbytheviodi@gmail.com. You can go over to the Facebook page, thoughtsbytheviodi, or dville underscore di on Twitter, and I'll let your boy send any of your messages or whatever. Um, gonna, I got some great guests lined up. I'm gonna get cyber shots on the show. I'm going to get, um, I'm not gonna tell you, but I got some special people coming on the show. And don't, uh, bear with me though, because I do have a family issue that's going on right now. Um, I do have a family issue that's going on right now, so I'm not really sure how that's gonna go, how that's gonna affect my time uh, recording here and there but uh i promise you i'm not going away it's i'm not gonna i'm not gonna it's gonna be like every oh look, it's gonna be like every other week man i'm gonna be here but if you pop up one day and i'm not there just now understand that i do have some things going on right now that are is uh taking up a good chunk of my time so that that slows me down a little bit and getting this content out here but you know just bear with me Appreciate and love each and every last one of y'all. Remember to be the reason somebody's motivated to masturbate today, because either way, you made a difference, my friend. I'm out of here.